Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. the lunatic radio show coming at you i should not intro the show like that i'm kieran that's tj the mayor over there in the great beautiful state of michigan the legendary motor city detroit they call it the d over there hell yeah home of eminem and fucking kid rock i would imagine you want to get rid of kid rock at this point I don't know. Nope. That, he, he's part of us. He can be as annoying as fuck. He's still he's us. He's still you. You got to take the you got to take the bad with the good, Kieran. Yeah, you know what I mean? He was good for a brief period of time, and then he just became uh, I don't know what. He's you know what? He's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of fight in that in him. That guy he's got a lot of fight. He loves his. Lot, uh, he won't stay down, man. He'll he, come. He'll pop up. You watch in the next two, three years. He's gonna do something else that you're gonna be like, God damn! I thought that dude was probably in some fucking trailer. Like fucking pissing away his money. I feel like drinking every, and every time I hear cocaine, and he's gonna pop up and tell you he's gonna pop up and he's gonna do something huge. I feel Watch. like every time I hear a a sound clip of uh, Kid Rock, he's always bashing Joey Joan Behar or Joey Behar or whatever the name of her name is from the View. <laughs> Joy Behar, that's her name. I feel like he's always bashing Joy Behar from the View for some reason. I have no idea. Yeah, why. but yeah. But who watches The View? You, nobody watches The View until somebody says something. So that's, Kid Rock might be getting paid that's to say whole, something about The View. That's the whole point. I have no idea. Yeah. It's yeah, nobody watches The View yeah. until somebody goes, did you hear uh, John McCain's daughter this morning? And then people click on it. Nobody actually watches this shit live. I would, you know, <laughs> Couple of housewives, maybe. Yeah, moms that are home, you know, like, uh, you know, taking care of the kids. I'm going to tell you right now, Wendy ain't watching that shit. Wendy ain't having her morning coffee watching The View. That's for damn sure. My mother, who is 72 years young, she is watching Ellen. That's what she watches. Ellen all day. She loves the dancing. She loves when uh, Ellen gives out gifts. I should bring her to The Ellen Show. I got to get gifts. Because every time The Ellen Show happens, I feel like Ellen gives away houses and, like, $600 gift cards to shit. I'm like, I want to go to that because I need some stuff. How do you get those in? Tic- those tickets are free, they and are you end free. up walking out with like thousands of dollars worth of shit. There must be a wait list for the Ellen Show. I would imagine there is. Oh god, there's got to be, right? Everybody. Maybe they do a maybe they do a lottery. I don't know. Somebody in the chat room, man, hit us up and see if you know anything about the Ellen thing. I don't feel like googling it. Yeah. Can I just 
I'm tired of Googling things. Hey, Google, how long is the wait list to get in the Ellen show? Don't do not do this. Don't do that. Don't hate Google me. On the website, struples.com, they say, <laughs> wait, as much as I dislike waiting for things, you will need to wait for two weeks after applying before trying again. Wow. Multiple attempts to apply within that time frame can negatively impact your chances. Mm. The Ellen show recommends mm. to wait for two weeks, then try again if you don't hear from them. All right. Well, there you go. Fucking two weeks. I doubt it's two weeks, though. That's horseshit. I think it's. I think it's longer than that. No, whatever. Who cares? Anyway, well, hey, remember? Remember when you used to watch like, I don't know, any of them shows, Ellen, whatever, and then at the end of it, it always say, if you're in the like Oprah, like if you're in the Chicago area, mm. call this number to be a live audience member. Remember? Do they still do that at the end of shows? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not around enough to watch these shows. So I, but I do yeah. watch. Every, you know, if I get off early, I'll stop by my folks' house and. You know, usually every time I walk in the front door, the Ellen, the, the beginning of the Ellen show is playing. My mom's just sitting there fucking, it's like, you know, it's like old school radio hour. She's fucking ready to watch the Ellen show. It brings her is joy. There, is there anybody, is there anybody out there that you can root for more than fucking Ellen? As, a, as far as a TV host? As far as in life. In life. I don't know. Like, how do you not, like, how do you not, there, you, what I'm saying is there's no hating on Ellen. You you can't hate. You cannot hate on Ellen. She's one person in the world. Like, she's like, I don't know. She is she's funny. just everything that you wish that, that people would be. People. Themselves, nice, kind, mm. live, live their best life and just be genuine. You know what I mean? Like, people did, how people many people did, people did hate on Ellen. When the segment came up on her show where she would dance, like she would do her monologue and then she would go up into the crowd and dance. But at this moment, I guess as the show evolved, she gave those duties over to the the DJ guy. There's a DJ guy. Oh, there. right, 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 right. Now, yeah. He's the guy that does the dancing. She used to get a lot of flack for the dancing. Everybody used to make make fun of her for the dancing. So I don't. That's yeah, but that's the only I don't thing. Think, I, I don't think that's. It's not, yeah, it's the only thing I could ever think of that she got. But I don't think she stopped dancing because of that. I think she stopped dancing because, I mean, Ellen's up there in age, man. Ellen ain't no spring chicken. She caught a lot of shit throughout her career. She might look great, but she's... She's caught a lot of shit throughout her career, coming out on TV and blah, 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 this and that, being a lesbian and then playing straight parts, you know. Right, but that's that's the genuine part of her, Mm. right? That's the part that that makes her human because she's been through real human shit. That's what humanizes her in this... You know, you look at her and it's like fucking Ellen, right? But then... She gets humanized because look at all the shit she went through. Her mm. show got canceled because she came out of the closet. You know what I mean? Like all this different shit. And she's still hurt. Like she lives in a fucking small town where people wave and talk. And like she's just regular fucking Ellen, not Ellen, you know, bigger than life, Ellen. I want to know how much money. Like the other day I was watching it with my mother. Got, on, got off early, went to go see the ma, see what she was doing. She watching Ellen. She, it was like Ellen's birthday show. And Ellen gave away like 565 inch TVs. She gave away like a $500 gift card to something, another gift card to another thing. And I'm just like, okay, she's giving away thousands and thousands of dollars in merchandise to like 300 people at a clip. I'm like, how much does she make? How much does Ellen make to do the show? <laughs> like, I'm, her, I'm sure her she's salary's got to be ridiculous. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, her liquid cash isn't being, she's not, li- like, buying things. 
the network is, but because well, of her know, platform no, of and how much money she makes for the plat for, for that network. I mean, it's still her behind it because if she don't make no money, they're not giving away shit. I'm not saying she's giving away stuff, but they, the, her show is so popular that she's yeah. able to give away that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you got to imagine the market for her, for her show, the popular, it, it must bring in fucking shit tons of money. If, if companies are just like, here's 500 TVs to give away. They're all 65 inch. They're all smart TVs. They're all brand new. Give them away. I mean, that's a lot of money for a company to fucking give to one show for one broadcast. That's a, that's a shit ton of money. So how do you, so how do you come on the air after like the show after Ellen? And like, you're like, Hey, everybody in the audience, yeah, you want to look hear- under your seat, look under your seat. And they look under the seat and it's like a fucking, it's a, it's a CD of, it's a, it's a share CD or a fucking, yeah, it's- you know what I mean? Like a nine, like a, like a $9.99 cent fucking CD. Like, hey, hey, got everybody's CDs of our new guest. But who was it? Oprah? Oprah that gave away fucking, she's the one that broke the mold on this whole thing. Because she gave, she had one episode of the Oprah show where she gave away cars. Yeah, and, she did that. And she did that show. Like, oh, fuck, she gave away cars. So I'd have to, I'd have to imagine that show was rigged though. That show had to be rigged. That had to be a bunch of investors or something that they had in the audience. I, I have no idea. I don't know. I, I mean, all these shows are just. They just give away shit all the time. So I'd imagine just little money. And what if you them. what if you pulled back in? What if you pulled up to Fat Kev's house? Garage doors open. You guys are whooping it up, right? And you've been out of town, and you fucking pull up in this fucking. And it doesn't even have to be like a fucking a Bugatti, but you pull up in a fucking Mercedes or something. Mm. Like where the fuck you get this car? Got it from fucking. Got it from Ellen. Yeah, got it from man. Oprah. Podcasting money. <laughs> <laughs> Would you tell anybody? I was going to say, would you tell anybody? I, I don't. I, I because according to according to the, the, to the to to they they say that um, we have like we make like a million over a million dollars a year on the show. So yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, here uh, we hit. Uh, this is our first show then since hitting a million downloads. This is. Oh shit! This is this, <laughs> one last one last point about the Ellen show. It would be a severe disappointment to go to the Ellen show. And not get anything. Imagine just going to a show and not getting anything, not getting a five hundred dollar gift card to some shit. That would and then be- you sound like a privileged little bitch. You know what I mean? Could you be the fucking? Could you be, imagine be the one like I don't get nothing? Like uh, motherfucker, you just sat at the Ellen show for free and you just got entertained. I went to the Ellen yeah, show and it, nothing happened. Yeah. I came here for something. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's this is really. our uh, first show uh, back on the air since uh, we hit a million downloads. For our career as the Lunatic Radio Show. There is the tally. I'm showing it on the uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, our tally to this moment is 1,661 downloads for the life of the Lunatic Radio Show. The show has been downloaded 1,661 times. So thank you to all the listeners out there. Yeah, there you go. One million six hundred sixty-one uh, times the show has been downloaded. So there, there's our, there's it. Our march to a million really didn't last very long, and it isn't like fifteen thousand people downloaded the last few shows we did. Uh, Rocket, I forgot that uh, on iTunes we had so much content up up in iTunes. iTunes made us get another feed. Because we had so much shit. We ran out of room on one feed, so we had to get two. And we forgot about the other feed, which was called the old show archive that was up there. 
and uh, we checked that to see how many people downloaded those old shows, and it was it was an upwards of like twenty thousand people have still go on that old show archive and download the old shit. So there you go. Combine the two number of the two feeds, we're over a million. Boom. There That's we go. That's good shit, man. That's yeah. huge. That's fucking huge. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, cool, it, cool teacher in the chat room, and I have downloaded them all. I bet you have, cool teacher. Yeah. I bet like that. We applaud you. Yeah. If we you want, and also if you want to call into the radio pro seven one six radio program seven one six three two five zero two nine nine. The phone line is working. I had Leroy Jenkins tested twice before we went on the air today. So he called in. It worked. So happy. this new number does not have a ring to it, though. Well, like when I say it, yeah, yeah, like our old number, man, it had a ring to it. Yeah, I, I couldn't. You're really running out of uh, numbers. I, I, I like to get like eh, whatever. It's just a fucking number. Just call into it if you. Want. I don't care if it has a good ring or not. It works. It does work. You can call in, communicate. It's fun. It's better than what other podcasts do. You know, they don't have live communication with their listeners. We do. 716-325-0299. If you want to call into the show, go ahead. Talk about anything. Well, Kieran, you know what? I was thinking about this too, man, because I'm a fan of podcasts. I actually listen to a bunch of different podcasts. Mm. That's what makes me want to do these podcasts and shit. But uh, nobody's doing, like, I thought people would, like, start doing this more and more and more and more, like, do the live shit. And nobody's doing it. And I... Call her on the air. Hold on one. TJ, call her on the air. Go ahead. Hey, guys. What's up? Cool teacher. Hello. What up, though? Welcome to the program. Yeah. Welcome to the program. Are you a big fan of the Ellen show? Um... I tape it here and there, but, um... If there's, like, a guest on it that I want to hear. But, uh... Not really. I'm more of a Wendy Williams girl. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> I know. I didn't even say that when she said that in the chat. I'm like, ooh, Wendy Williams. Ooh. ooh yeah. I don't, like don't, her. Don't. She she relaxes me when I get home from a crazy day at work. So. I, f- I feel like she you- relaxes you? Yeah, she makes me laugh because I love it how honest she is and how, like, just outspoken she is. Is she really honest? I, I, you know, I, I, I... Oh, God. I don't know about the Wendy. I she calls like- people out a lot on their shit. That's what a lot of people don't like yeah. it for. Yeah, but she, I feel like Wendy Williams needs to be called out on a lot of shit. <laughs> I feel like yeah, she's, she's got a lot of shit going on. She's got on. a lot of skeletons in that, that closet, I feel like. Hey, cool teacher, let's talk about the husband ordeal that she's got going on. Mm? Oh, mm. God, yeah. Mm, the, the cheating yeah. husband had a little something-something right down the block from their house. Mm. Yeah, mm. she brings that up all the time. She'll mm. say, you know, new life, not my fault. I feel like she's, uh, she's very uh, sassy. I don't know. I don't know about Wendy Williams. I feel like I feel like her honesty is a little bit fake. That's that's my internal impression I get of Wendy Williams. I feel like it's kind of a fake honesty. What do you think? Wendy Williams was just I think it was this summer. I want to say 50 Cent might have had like this big huge pool party and everybody who was anybody in hip hop was there mm. and they fucking left Wendy Williams outside like she couldn't get in. <laughs> And everybody like said what's up and gave her a hug and said what's up to her like as they were walking in and she was just outside. <laughs> I feel like she's very tall. How tall is Wendy Williams? Like six nine? No, she uh, she's I think she's about six and she used to wear heels until she had that accident on air where she fell. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. When was that? I didn't. So see now that. she wears like hip sneakers and stuff, but I think she's about six. Six feet, huh? Because to me, she yeah. looks like an old LeBron James in a wig. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I used to think that. I used to think that. I swear to God, I thought that she was like the new RuPaul. And I wasn't hating on it at all. I, 
This is no joke, Karen. I thought, I swear to God, I thought she was the new RuPaul. She, she can, she does look like, and I hate to say it, this is not politically correct, but hey, I'm wearing my cringe humor shirt. Represent to the old cringe humor. Um, she, she looks a little trans to me. <laughs> little trans. What she looks do you a think? lot of trans. Cool teacher, what do you say to that? Go ahead. Um, she looks, a lot of people say she looks like a drag queen and stuff like that. I mean, I can see it, but. I still enjoy her show, and she makes me laugh, and I love her her sass. So, you know, not for she, me. You know what she actually looks like? She looks like a, the old basketball player, Larry Johnson. <laughs> I don't like this a, a cool teacher. This is the part where, where Kieran's whiteness comes out, and all black people start looking alike. <laughs> during Black History Month, during uh, the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> uh, hey, at least, at, least, at least she doesn't look like Willie McGee in a wig. That is a reference. Neither one are you going to get, but that's very funny. Uh, what, what do you got in your mind there, Cool Teach? What's going on? What's, uh, you, what comments do you have? Go ahead. Uh, not much. Just chilling. My husband's away for a few days, so I'm enjoying the play. Nice. Is it, is it time to break out the old, uh, the tools from the closet, so to speak? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get a little fucking work in? What do you think? Husband's away? Cool Teacher will play. Uh, no? No. What do you got? A little glass of wine. Maybe uh, if you have a fireplace in the in the, in the facility, you, you light up the fire. You get a you put the Ellen show on or the William, Wendy Williams show on. Maybe a little real romance novel. Get all worked up. What do you say? Cool teach. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm doing at all. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Oh, all right. Well, come on. She's grading papers, Kieran. She's fucking grading no, papers. I'm not Leave her alone. Papers. Leave her alone. Would, no. These kids got to get education. <laughs> have you literally downloaded every lunatic radio show? Uh, since it's inception. No, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to back in the day with my iPod and everything. My mm. God, so old. <laughs> I don't know if like a million 661 downloads is like, an, I mean, it's something I can, we can hang our hat on, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's a good number, but I don't know if it's like impressive at all. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, th- I think it is. Yeah. I mean, it's something, but I don't know if it's like a huge, uh, I don't know if it's a compliment or not. I really don't know if it is or not, but whatever. No, I think so. I mean, you guys were, like, podcasting before, like, now everybody and their mother has a podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Exactly. That's why it's some, That's why it's huge. Tell them, cool teacher. That's, this is why it's so huge. I tell you what, you, though. To go back, uh, to get on topic of something here, uh, if you're, if you're uh, the, the, the family of Kobe Bryant, you have to be super impressed by the outpouring of support that that family has received over the last – fucking week since his tragic death in the helicopter what kind of segue there's a terrible segue what the but it's fuck so, just it, happened I, I feel like it's something we were applauding ourselves for a million views and you just went dark i, I wanted to give cool teacher something to uh talk about because i feel like she would talk about she's a she's okay. a female she's got emotions i would imagine she has something to say about the death of colby bryant and the outpouring of support that the world has shown his family. What do you think? Go ahead, cool teacher. Go. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, it's so, it's, it's so tragic. It's like, it's like not. I'm, I'm not a huge uh, basketball fan, but when I found out, I was like, oh my, oh my god. It totally reminded me like about like, you know, La Bamba and you know all these small plane accidents and these tragedies. It was just really sad with how young he was uh. and his daughter. You know, it's amazing. They had, like a, they had like a little memorial in our school where the kids signed like a big basketball like underneath his picture. 
and they wrote some really nice things. It was really sad. I heard a report that that helicopter didn't have terrain warnings. How do you not? Have you, how do you fly a helicopter in this day and age without terrain warnings in it? Like a, like a security system, like some sort of alert system. It had none of that. That's crazy. That's, flying in a helicopter is insane to me anyway, because it's just one little propeller above you, and if that thing fucks up, you're screwed. You know, it's not like a jet engine where, like, one jet engine goes out on one side, you can still fly the fucking thing. But if, if the, you know, the main rotor goes on a helicopter, you're, you're screwed. Even if the tail one goes, you're screwed. You know? Yeah, helicopters are scary. I, I went in one once. Right. And it was, it was, it was a weird feeling. It's a little gnarly. It's a little fucking gnarly going in a helicopter. Yeah, and you got to imagine, I was th- trying to think of this before the show. I was like, you got to imagine how many, like, flying in a helicopter or a plane to Kobe Bryant is is so second nature now. You can imagine how many times that man has flown in something over his life. You know, he's, he might, you know there were probably points in his life where he was flying almost daily. So getting into like an aircraft is just so second nature to him. You know, he's flown so many times, got so so comfortable with it that you know when you get into one of those, being Kobe Bryant, it probably doesn't even seem like anything. Even if there's like bad weather, you know, many flights he's probably taken in bad weather. You know, where it's just like you know what, we'll get through this. I've gotten through a bunch of shit like this. You know what I mean? Fog's not going to you know bother us. You know. That's, yeah, so I, I was thinking about that. I mean, I, I think I've flown for just a regular Joe Schmo a lot of times in my life. But you got to multiply that by thousands and thousands of times being a guy that's worth fucking $200 million and is a worldwide celebrity basketball traveling, this and that. You know, all the all the obligations he has to fulfill. You know, I have to be here one day, then the next day I got to be here. You know, it's, it's crazy how many times he's probably flown. So... It's not even like a thing to him. I mean, obviously that he owned that helicopter and he traveled by helicopter, so he probably used that thing like a car. I don't think he owned that helicopter. That's what they say. They say it was his helicopter. No, because some um, because Black China was just bitching about um, one of the Jenner girls taking her daughter on that same helicopter a year ago. Mm -hmm. The same pilot, same helicopter. They went somewhere in it, and she was like, she just now found out about it when I think it was Kylie tweeted about it or something mm. after the crash, and she was like all up in arms. So it wasn't like his private helicopter. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that there's a bunch of other people, celebrities that said that they they knew this pilot and they've rode in this helicopter before. Yeah, but the uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. I mean, I think I think one of the one of the things that especially the the media because they they. All they want to do is get be the first ones to report something, and they don't they don't give a shit because media is fucking cutthroat. Let's keep it real, <clears> right? But one thing that they didn't point out at first, like it was just all like, oh, Kobe Bryant, and then other people died. You know what I mean? And now like celebrities are posting these other families, you know, the coach and his daughters and all this other stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then like nobody stopped it for the first like twenty four hours. Nobody stopped and thought, Kobe, this is a this is a this isn't Kobe Bryant. This is a father. With his daughter mm. falling to their death, you're a father, and you have to look at your little girl, knowing, knowing, and she's old enough to know when death's right around the corner, right? Yeah. Knowing that that's it, you know what I mean? Right. At and- the end of the day, man, it's about a, it's about a, it's a, it's just about a father and a daughter and another father and other daughters, and then a, and then a husband that's 
a husband, a, a cousin, a brother that's flying the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing that was kind of, I don't know, man. I stayed off social media for a little bit of, just about it, man. I really did because there's so many fucking people that was like, Kobe's died in a crash, nine others dead. And it's like, no, 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 no. Kobe didn't die in a crash and nine others were dead. You know what I mean? Ten nine, people died in a fucking helicopter. Yeah, nine people died. If Kobe, or nine people, yeah. seven other people than Kobe and his daughter Gigi. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm, I'm, I, kudos. My hats off to people like D.L. Hughley and some of these guys that like posted about the other family. I mean, these are this is a tragic situation. I, like I know shit like this happens every day, so we don't hear about it because it's not Kobe Bryant. But mm. it puts it all in perspective for a minute that this guy is like, uh, like we were just talking about Ellen, an Ellen figure. This guy is like a fuck. Kobe is like a household name, just like Michael Jordan was in his prime and still is. You know what I mean? You got to think if you're Michael Jordan. Here's here's just me being a fucking knucklehead on the radio. You got to think if you're Michael Jordan. You got to think, you know, if if I if when if I die, I hope I get a reception like this. <laughs> because literally, Kobe, everywhere you go, it's Kobe this, Kobe that. And it, it well-deserved. It should be. He's a legendary. He's a great guy. Um, ESPN ran a great documentary that Spike Lee did. On Kobe Bryant, it was like Kobe going to work. And literally what it was was uh, the L.A. Lakers allowed Spike Lee to bring in 30 cameras for a Lakers game against the Spurs at home. And they just – then they mic'd Kobe, and they filmed him just playing a game, and then they brought in Kobe after the fact, after Spike put together this documentary and had Kobe talk about what he was doing during the game. It was fucking fascinating to watch. I watched the whole thing. ESPN ran it. I didn't even know the damn thing existed, but it was a great documentary. It was like uh, they literally played the whole game, and Kobe was just talking about what he was doing each time down the court. It was fucking fascinating. The guy's a tremendous human being. Um, but you got to imagine when when Michael Jordan passes away, however he passes away, he, he, you know, do I do I get do I get this kind of? Well, it's, it's it's different though. It's different because yeah. this man this man just retired. He didn't even get a chance to like for people to give him his roses yet. You yeah. know what I mean? He was like. Such- we're, the guy scored 61 points his last game. Yeah. You know what I mean? The ESPN, the guys, ESPN ran that entire game again. They played it in its yeah. entirety. Yeah, they played it a couple times now. Like I watched it too. Dude, I'm not even a basketball player, and I watched it. That You know how you, you, just, in, just, in, in, in just regular people in everyday life, mm-hmm. when somebody that's like 83 dies and you know that person, you're like, man, that dude like did it all. Like He worked and he retired and he went out and he had fun. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Like you almost feel a little bit more comfortable. Like you're like, yeah, man. You know, you know. I'm I'm just glad that I met the guy, and I'm I'm glad he got to live his life. Right. Great guy. Great guy. I'm glad he got to live his life. And then you have a great guy that hasn't lived. He hasn't even lived his life yet. He's been playing basketball since he was a little kid. You know what I mean? Twenty years. So it was, well, even more than that, because I mean, the guy was playing twenty years in the NBA. He, twenty years in the NBA, but he was playing against professional athletes when he was in middle school and mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Over on the over on the army base and shit, you know what I mean? Like mm. from Philly to to, uh, to Italy, he was playing. And when he was in Italy, he was playing against professional athletes. When I mean, right after puberty, all the guy knows is ball. He didn't get a chance to like actually. He just started living life two years ago. Think about this. He just started living his life two years ago. Second, you chapter, put it in perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's more than that. He, it's been basketball, 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 basketball. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like that. There's a bigger. There's a bigger. Even at that bigger it, outlook on this, even at the end of that uh, documentary, uh, the the Spike Lee thing, uh, it showed Kobe coming out of the the locker room after the game and meeting his 
his wife and his kids in the hallway outside mm-hmm. the locker room and them walking down the hallway. His little daughter, Gigi, is literally holding a sign, my dad, MVP. And it, yeah. it literally followed him all the way up until he got into his Range Rover and, and drove off with the family. It was so fucking sad. It was sad to see that after what you know happened last Sunday and him passing away with his daughter. It was tremendous. Cool teacher, I'm going to let you go if you don't have anything else. Yeah, no, no problem. Just want to go and say hey. Okay, there she goes. What up, though, cool teacher? Cool teacher. Yeah, man, I want to give a quick shout out, man. Let's let's pause for a second. I got to give a shout out to just uh, not just Kobe Bryant's family and other victims' families from the crash and everything, but just in general, man, good people that just didn't deserve to go so quickly and haven't got a chance to to get their roses. That's done amazing things in their life, changed people's lives. You know what I mean? Touched them in some way, somehow, man. I lost. I actually lost two two family members in the same day this week. What? What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost two family members in the same day. I got a funeral on Tuesday to go to, and a funeral on Thursday. Jesus it's, Christ! It, things things get in perspective, Kieran. You know we don't get down and deep. You know what I mean? And I'm, I don't want to go there on the show, but I'm just saying, man. Perspective, man. That's why all these people that are preaching live your best life. You know what I mean? And yeah, you got to plan for the future, but still live your life like it's your last. That's the truth. It is. That's the fucking truth, Karen. You have to. You have to. You know what I'm going through right now, too, with the fucking fucking house. I'm supposed to be going through something exciting right now, you know what I mean, in my life. And it's like fucking things just keep fucking pushing you down. But, dude, I'm still going to fucking we're on the show having a good time. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna put my fucking glass up to the people that are gone, the people that are lost. You know what I mean? Right, you never you know. You, fucking, could, you could walk out of your fucking apartment and get blasted by a car. You never know what's gonna happen. You never fucking know, man. You have to fucking live. There was one time you have I was, to live. I was in New Jersey and I came out of a mini mart. I was buying a fucking goddamn protein shake. And I came out of the mini mart, took my car, made a left, and a car literally flew over the top of my car. Literally I didn't even see it. If like flew, bad boys too? Yeah, like it got it got this like car, when the motherfucker was flipping. Yeah, this car got t boned on the opposite side of the road I was on, and they have these in Jersey. They had, they had this this metal guard, like just metal wall that you can't, or I'm sorry, concrete wall you can't see, so you can't mm-hmm. see the cars on the other side. But it, apparently, a cop t boned this car coming through a light, and it flew the fucking thing, and it literally flew over my car and landed in a grassy knoll next to me, and I literally got out of my Damn. car. And it, you know, it was a girl just a fucking. And I was just like, that could have been it. That could that car was thirteen inches lower. I'm gone. See you yeah, later. Yeah, you know, you just know. like that, and something that wasn't didn't involve you didn't at all. Didn't involve me, right? So you don't. So you, listeners out there, I encourage everybody right now, like just fucking. Hey, just tell some. Just tell you one of your family members you love them every chance you get, or at least fucking get on the phone. At least do something, dude. We're so. We're so fucking fucked up nowadays. Mm. We fucking we can live right down the street and not fuck with some family members. Or we, there's a phone. We have the technology to do so much shit, FaceTime and all this shit, mm. and people don't speak to their relatives enough. I sure as fuck don't. I got a fucking million relatives, and I wish I could. Talk. I wish I had a million minutes a day so I could speak to them, every one of them, a million times. You know what I mean? For a minute a day, it's tell everybody you love them, man. They're not here forever, and you're uh, not here forever. No. Did you death, uh, death death doesn't discriminate. It's any age, Karen. Yeah. It don't discriminate. <laughs> no, it does not. Um the there was something though. On the day like right when, when you heard about Kobe Bryant's death, uh there was the uh, or, I don't know if you heard about this, TJ. I don't know if I <laughs> I have the clip, but I don't know if I wanna play it. But there was an MSNBC lady doing live coverage of the death. 
Yeah, the the so the N word. Oh boy, that the one you're talking about. Yeah, I want to play get, the clip. Oh, no, pl- play the clip because I want to put it on blast. Fuck these people. Yeah. You gotta give a fuck about her and her career. All right, here, her, here is to our the, fucking three viewers. Who cares? Here's here's the clip from him. This I don't know what the, I mean. It's bad, but here we go. Play on. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. If I could ask you to stay with us, we're gonna go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete. Play on. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. If I could ask you to stay with us. Pretty rough. <laughs> I mean. You hear that, right? And, and I don't know, like, she's a white girl, white person, blonde lady. <sighs> Part of me feels for her because of it's live TV. She's covering the death of an African-American who is known throughout the world, idolized throughout the world. And she's just a lowly midday what the fuck do you feel bad about? Because she made a slip of the tongue and her career is done. You know what I mean? So I don't. So fuck. So so fuck her for having. Listen, if if the n word slips out that fucking that that loosely when you're concentrating and you're saying a word that doesn't rhyme with nigga, if it don't rhyme, well, if this, there's no fucking R's, no G's, Lakers. Lakers. She said she it starts was, with an L, not an N. There's no G's in Lakers. Well, here's the thing. Lakers. I'm, Los Angeles. Don't get mad at me. Lakers. Don't get mad at me. I'm just saying play down. No, I'm not mad at you. I'm proving a point. I'm Stephen A. Smith in this bitch right but now. You got, you got to remember, as as a you're covering something live. You're on TV. You got a producer mm-hmm. in your ear talking your ear off. Is a and nigger, that's the word that comes to your no, fucking head. No, she, she, she. This is her excuse. I'm telling you what she. Her excuse. She got mixed up with the words because she was thinking of the. Of the team Knicks and Lakers, and it came. That's how she got screwed up. There's still she no was, G in, in in the in the Knickerbockers. Well, she had, I know it sounds like it, but there's she, no G. I know I get it, but she said this. I'm defending her. I'm not. I'm not. Defending, I'm, I'm trying to explain what she said. She has. She had the word Knicks, and then she's like, "Oh no, he plays for the Lakers," and it came out as that. Not once has he ever played for the Knicks. Not once right. has the Knicks she, mentioned in any she, of this coverage. Right. But she might not. So why know are that. you thinking? She might not be a, a basketball player. But, but she didn't. But she didn't say knickers. Like she said nigger. Let's play it again. <laughs> and for, hold on, hold on. Before you play it, let me explain yeah. something. Mm. Even if she tried to say Knicks, Knicks is not niggers neither. And knickerbockers, nobody says knickerbockers. Can, can, so she wasn't trying to fucking but, say knickerbockers but, can, neither because the, she doesn't even know. Can, I bet she doesn't even know that the Knicks are the knickerbockers. Yeah, so, but can't you, like, if you're on live TV and she's like, she's thinking some reason the word Knicks is in her head, but then she, your brain on him is like, oh no, he plays for the Lakers. And then she's talking as she's thinking, you could see that being, I mean, I could almost buy it. I don't think that lady's a racist, but I, the reason why I do feel bad for her is because her career is ended. I mean, that's a terrible fucking thing to say. During that moment, yeah, but Kieran, how? But you're 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 tr- you're you're reaching. You're trying to find a because she well, said. Why so. not? I'm doing because she said. Of course, listen. Let me tell you something. If I if I said something wrong or did something wrong, of course I'm gonna try to give you. I'm gonna think of the best excuse I can give you and fucking make up some shit. Hmm. 
if what's on your mind, like what, the, what conversation did you have with somebody else before you went on live? You know what I mean? Right. What joke did you hear that fucking day? You know what I mean? Like, let's keep it fucking real. That don't slip up. Kieran, that don't slip up. Let's, Kieran. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to you. You say some cringy, edgy fucking shit. Yeah. I've never ever heard you I know. remotely close to slip up. All right, let me let's let's play let's even with your cringy shit. Let's play it again. Just I, I mean I don't want to harp on it, but I want to see how how much he really. Kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles niggers Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. Oh yeah, you know what? You know what? TJ, she niggers. Was, she said the G, and then she said a, a like a community after that. Like she was about to, like it almost like say it sounds like she was about to say community. She, she, you know what I mean? She, it's had nothing to do with no fucking Lakers, she, she, bro. You got it. Come on, no, you got to fucking you know, be serious. I just heard it again. I get, but I almost buy her excuse. But she really nailed. She nailed that word. She like, nailed the she word nailed and then didn't even say like organization afterwards or she said C O M as in like community or something. Like I had nothing to fuck. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she nailed though. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for her. Guess what? Give me a platform. And if I fuck up. Yeah. Well, and that's my career. That's my career. That's what that. Listen, if Kobe Bryant would have fucking bad. missed half his shots, he wouldn't be fucking Kobe Bryant, would he? Dude. No, they'd find somebody else to fucking replace him. They'll find somebody else to replace her. She got her one shot like Eminem. You only get one shot. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. Well, I don't know. Yeah, and I, already, I don't know her name. I'm not going to like say her name. I'm not going to. I mean, I'm sure, oh, I'll I'm say sure, it. I'm, I'll look it up right now. I'm sure she, she felt terrible about what she did. You don't want to Google that one? Hey, Google, what's the name of that bitch, that racist bitch that was calling Kobe a nigger? Don't say that. Don't say all that. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. Hey, Google, what's the name of the MSNBC correspondent that said the N-word? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. And maybe Google's... No, because there's too many. There's too many of them. It's MSNBC. I don't it's know. It's fucking media. Uh, hey, Google, MSNBC reporter who said the N-word. Her name. My apologies. I don't understand. She doesn't know. I think Google's racist. No, what it is is Google tightened the fuck up. They said, "Oh shit!" After all of this shit happened, woo, I have, we not, we not. I got her name right here. What is it? That'll go to LeBron James' uh, speech that he did before the first Laker game yesterday since Kobe Bryant's death. I haven't heard that yet. I actually want to hear. It. Oh my god, Allison Morris. Allison Morris. There you go. I wonder if she's, she's just, you know, what's even worse than that, Kieran, the worst thing I've ever heard from, from one of these white women reporters mm. I've ever heard. And she didn't say no N word, but when she told LeBron to shut up and dribble, oh. that, that stung worse than is that the N word. Is that worse than saying the N word? Oh my God. That was worse. She was like, who are you? Oh, she was going in on him. She was like, who are you? You know, Bola, you're just a basketball player. Like, like basketball players are just dumb athletes that don't know nothing. She's talking about a guy that fucking has never had, that's married, raised his kids right, mm. never had outside relationships, never been arrested, never had allegation, comes from the slum and made it out, opened up fucking schools in Akron for for children, has done so much more in the community than that bitch could ever fucking think of. Nah, she tells him to shut up and dribble like he's like he can't vote. Yeah, I get you. I get you. But you know, that was the worst. It is bad. That is bad. But everybody's fucking guilty of being ignorant. <laughs> you know, everybody is. Yeah, I am. Yeah, everybody is. Everybody but is. I'm just saying, 
That's terrible. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I just. I'm just saying. I don't feel. I don't feel sorry for people that are in that are in position of like a, a media reporter or something. And they lose their job over it because in every day at the fucking factory or Joe Blow over at mm. the fucking mailroom or mm. whatever, yeah. let them say the n word. They're losing their career too. Yeah. We shouldn't fucking. We should hold hold everybody accountable for what the fuck. And I don't even give a fuck. You know how I am about the n word. I, I I laugh sometimes because I just think that my my take. If you guys don't know me and Kieran talk about this. We've talked about this before. Yeah. That my take on like, and I've been in many, many, many fights in my life, bar fights, brawls, fucking boxing, all types of shit. I've heard, I've heard N word more times in a little bit. But the thing that fucking makes me laugh is because usually when people say that to you or call you that, it's because they have nothing else. They have no other dirt, no other way to put you down because they can't think of anything. And they're like, fuck. Now what do I do to piss him off? Because there's nothing I can. There's nothing bad about the guy. So now, oh. I know. I call him the N word. Let's. You know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit. You know. So you know how I feel about that. So the shit doesn't really get under my skin. It's that when people don't fancy you, care, But when people defend that, I go, "Fuck them." What are you defending? We- if you did that, if you did that, you'd be in HR, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't have an HR. It's me. I'm just saying it's a day job. And yeah. even here, Leroy would call you. Yeah, I would. Leroy's our HR, by the way. Is he? In case you don't know, Leroy is our HR. He's very analytical. It takes a long time for him to talk and get his point across. Uh, yeah, because he's HR. He's got to watch what he says, too. Here's uh, here's the LeBron James fucking shit from, uh, not shit, but he gave a speech yesterday before the first Laker game uh, back. Uh, let's. I haven't heard this. There we go. I want to acknowledge all the lives that was lost Sunday morning. Alyssa Altabelli. John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Ara Zabanya, Gianna Bryant, and Kobe Bryant. Now, I got something um, written down. You know, they ask me to kind of stay on course or whatever the case may be, but Laker Nation, man, I would be selling y'all short if I read off. The first thing that come to mind, man, is all about family. And as I look around this arena, we're all grieving. We're all hurt. We're all heartbroken. But when we're going through things like this, the best thing you can do is lean on the shoulders of your family. And from Sunday morning all the way to this point, now I heard about Laker Nation before I got here last year about how much of a family it is. And that is absolutely what I've seen this whole week, not only from the players, not only from the coaching staff, not only from the organization, but from everybody, everybody that's here, this is really, truly, truly a family. And I know Kobe and Gianna and Vanessa and everybody, thank you guys from the bottom of their heart, as Kobe said. That's a pretty good speech, you know? Yeah, he's, like I said, it's, it's fucking, it's LeBron, dude. It's, it's LeBron. Like, did you think it was going to be any, I mean. Well, you know, it's, I mean, you know, he is a, he, it's funny. I mean, he's much like Kobe Bryant when Kobe Bryant played. He was—he's the leader of that fucking team. 
it's him, you know. You watch that documentary that Spike put out, Spike Lee put out. Uh, it you can really see that throughout the course. It, it, Kobe when he played, and this is coming from a guy that's really not a big basketball fan, but it, it was impressive because you see that Kobe is almost like the second coach on that team when he played. Certainly after Shaq left uh, the Lakers, Kobe was the guy on the court, literally. You know, telling Lamar Artem, get to your position. You know, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. That's after the fact that Phil Jackson, you know, would, would give him, give him plays to run. Kobe would be on the court coaching the rest of the players on the team. You know, and that's kind of what LeBron is. And when there was a speech to be given uh, by a player of the L.A. Lakers, it was Kobe Bryant that was giving the speech. And I'm sure it's like that. With, Absolutely. I'm sure it's like that with LeBron now. And you know so what? And you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. And even 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 more, I mean, he's not coaching guys. I mean, like like you said, yeah, he does that on the court, but it's way bigger than that. He's coaching guys in the locker room. You yeah. know, he's coaching guys. Yeah, same thing. Everyday they, life. Like it's funny. You should watch this thing and look it up. And and folks listening you know, to the program it, it, during they showed that they filmed during halftime where the Lakers were like running tape from the first half, and Kobe's you know teaching guys. He's like, no, you need to be here. Like, Phil Jackson really wasn't even coaching. He was just like, here are the plays we need to look at. And then Kobe's teaching guys, like, in the locker room. It's pretty crazy. Because once, gen- once a generation, an athlete comes along in every sport, every sport has one, mm. where the coach knows, hey, I'm a fucking legendary coach. It's time to sit back, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because more people, like, people gravitate to a Kobe, to a LeBron, to a Michael Jordan. You mm. know what I mean? People, they gravitate to these people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they're they're not they're not just great because they have good skills. We've seen a lot of fucking great talent not not pan out, not be shit. You know what I mean? It's like character, it's attitude, it's all that. You know what I mean? And Kobe had that. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's keep it real too. Like, we're, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we talked about before the show. We were talking about the situation I was going through, and you got to take the good with the bad and everything like that. Here's another thing: you got to take the good with the bad. Kobe Kobe had a scandal. Yeah. We won't get, we won't dive into it, but he had a scandal and he bounced back and made him a better man. Some, you know what I mean? That, that builds character, man. I'm yeah. not saying it's right. I'm just saying some people don't bounce back. Yeah, he the, bounced back. That shows even more. It was the Colorado thing. He, yep, the Colorado, set, then settled, Denver, yep. settled out of court and then later on realized that the sex he had with that woman wasn't consensual and he made apologies for. It. So he, I mean, yeah. actually, he actually, he, he, he grew, yeah. he grew, man. You know, plus, you can you can get you, on him like you're, like when, people when want to throw shade when you're an NBA basketball player and being legendary like that guy was, and all the fucking temptation that's thrown at you wherever you go. Yeah, you might have a slip up, dude. I get it. It's gonna it's gonna happen. What's the you know? It's it's, it's yeah, and, I, and, I'm, and, and yeah, and I don't, and I don't even want to dive into. I'm just taking that for example, as something to bounce back from. Like, mm. when people bounce back from things, man, it makes them so much better. We yes. know that in everyday life, man. Yeah, it, like, yeah. tra- tragedy and failure fucking makes you great. Right, right. Makes yeah. you awesome. That's what sucks. Now, you might not be great. But you might not be a celebrity, but you're great. You know what I mean? Yeah. You bounce back from something, you're great. I don't care if you're fucking Joe Blow from McDonald's no. or you're fucking LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like, if you bounce back, you're great. Yeah, you need to have experiences. You need to have failures that that and failures help you grow. So if that was a fucking failure. In Colorado. It was a failure. It was, it was a, a failure. But at the end yeah. of the day, his family was strong. His family was tight, and he changed himself around and said, "I ain't fucking up no more." Right. Yeah. So, uh, man, God, we went we went deep for a second, man. Let's. Hey, I feel like we need a fucking. Uh, 
I don't know. Let's what what you got over there, Kieran? That's that's on on the upbeat, man. Uh, I mean, I, I I was watching. There's a lot of there's just stupid shit on Netflix. <laughs> and hey, and Leroy Jenkins, kudos to Leroy Jenkins to making this aware because he sent me a clip in my um my show email. He's like, you need to fucking check out this clip of Julian Huff, uh, doing this uh th- this energy healing exercise. Now, they're, wait, they're, wait, hold on. Before you go on, before you go on, who's 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 this? Julian Huff. She's the dancer. Uh, she's a blonde chick. She was in Dancing with the Stars. Uh, she's been in a few movies. She dated Ryan Seacrest. She's very pretty. She's a blonde I'm chick. A, I, damn, just I was trying to stay away from Google, man, because I just want to. I just want to talk. I want. I don't want to fucking rely on Google all the time. But man, yeah, I don't know these white folks. Yeah, it's Julian Huff. Uh, anyway, Netflix put out this fucking thing, and it's it's by the company The Goop. Now, The Goop is a... I don't know what The Goop is. I don't know if it's a magazine or a website or something, but it's the company led by... Um, uh, what the fuck? Gwyneth Paltrow. And it's, it's kind of like Cosmopolitan, but, you know, they have all this shit. Anyway, I, I, I don't know what the company is. It's, it's catered towards women. And and becoming self aware and giving women advice on fucking exercise and fucking herbal remedies and what to do be- become a better woman. <laughs> anyway, they have this fucking series. They have this like five part series on Netflix, and he's and there's all these episodes about different things and you know women becoming their own and yada yada yada. Okay. Like for example, here's here's a um, this is from the Goop Lab. One of the episodes, it's about uh, uh, women becoming comfortable with their vaginas. <laughs> like, here's this still image, and it'll come up. Like, this is an image from the episode, and it's literally an older okay. lady and and I guess another lady. They're both staring at a vagina. Like, this lady's literally sitting on a floor with her legs open, and this older fucking vagina therapist is staring at her vagina, and they're both conversing about her vagina. Like this is this is what's happening in these episodes. It's like it's very womanly shit. <laughs> I mean, I just stared at the still image and I was like, imagine two guys fucking sitting in a living room. One guy's got his legs spread open and there is another guy who's a therapist staring at his dick and they're having a conversation about their dicks. His dick. It's just it just I don't know. I, so anyway, uh, there was this one. There's here. Yeah, the goop is the uh, also the. Um, the company came out with this, the candle that this smells like my vagina. That's the same company. Whoa. What? Yeah. There's a, there's a candle that's sold on the goop sold by Gwyneth Paltrow's company. That's literally named. This smells like my vagina. It's a candle that smells like a vagina. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, there was an episode of the goop, the goop lab. It's called the energy experience. And, um, it's it's it, it, this there's this therapist guy named uh, John Amaral who literally apparently can control bodies by not touching them by by but like shooting energy through them and <laughs> oh this sounds like a night at Kieran's so house. so there's literally like people like you know like you get on a massage table and John okay. will come over. And he'll just like put his hands underneath the table or his hand above the table, and he he claims he could control these people's bodies just by like not touching them but shooting like energy through them. 
It's complete horseshit, right? TJ. I'm just I'm I'm just here for the ride, brother. I'm just here for the ride, man. Y'all white folks is crazy. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. So here, I want to I want to I want to hear it now. I'm now now you got me in. You so got me. You got me here. In this episode of the Goop, the Energy Experience, Julian Huff was brought in to obviously uh, be a participant and have energy shot through her by John Amaral, the energy fucking experiment guy or therapist. Wait, so she's the one with the vagina? No, she's the one that's. You know, loves the uh, the energy healing. She's a big fan of the energy healing. So she was brought in to show people or be a, you know, the, uh, what would you call it? The, uh, I can't, she's, she's the example of how John's going to, you know, shoot energy through her and her body's going to con- convulse and blah, blah, blah. Here it is. This is horseshit. So here's, here's Julia. Julian Huff on the table. John, the guy above her is John Amaral. He's the energy healing expert, mm-hmm. and apparently okay. he's going to wave his hands above her, and her body's going to convulse like she's having energy shot through her from the powers of John. And there's a there's always a huge dissipation of energy and a feeling of relief, release, freedom. <laughs> Expression of emotion may happen when the situation- it says there's Julia. It, it like makes you. Yeah, kind of like that. When energy that was stored or bound up in the muscles begins to dissipate, and if we're we're really free to express and allow energy that's been bound in our see, look, she's still, John's not even doing anything yet. Julia Julian Huff is still convulsing. On wow. the massage table, like she's having an orgasm. Let's go back. Uh, uh, right, exactly. Uh, here's here's more. Always a huge dissipation of energy and a feeling. She's laying on the table. John's touching the back of her neck. Her body's starting to convulse. He does. Expression of emotion. By the way, he has in this moment. He literally has his hands. He. He's supposed to be waving her like across her, like above her body, but he he literally touched the back of her neck, then literally stuck his fingers in her ass crack, and she started making those moaning sounds. I but there's two things I want to say about this John Emerald guy. He's a fucking creep. He's <laughs> bullshitting everybody, and he came up with this bullshit. He sold it to a bunch of middle aged women about some sort of psycho fucking spiritual healing process. Just so he can put his hands on young women. And Julian Huff is so batshit crazy because she's been told her entire life that she's beautiful and everybody's been sucking her ass because they want to either want to stick their dick inside her or they want to be her as women. That she has become cuckoo and that she believes that this is actually happening or she just literally is craving attention. So much. I, I don't get it. I think Julian Huff is absolutely. That's all wrong, Kieran. Yeah. You should be taking notes. You should get a hold of this guy. <laughs> if, you know what I mean? To be honest with you, but you know that this is not real. We all know this as rational human beings. This is not real. When energy that was stored or bound up in the muscles. She is acting. And if we're, we're really free to express and allow energy that's been bound in our bodies to move through, this woman is like. A, just convulsing. Incredible. 
This kooky motherfucker's describing his fucking practice. And she has practiced just allowing things to move through, but even with that, things get bound up. Most people wouldn't. Yeah, I, I am buying it. I am buying it. How can you? This I'm over like, it. Like, TJ, how can you be a grown adult and buy this as something that actually happens? We know uh, this, right? We know that that John Amaral guy, the healing expert, is not doing anything. He's just like a like a like a medium, like a psychic. It's horseshit, right? And it's funny how in the in the Goop Labs uh, episodes that they bring in Julian Huff. They don't bring somebody from who actually works at the Goop, like a like a rando employee. They bring in Julian Huff to be. The person who somebody is fighting for fame because I have no clue who this chick is. Not that I know every celebrity, but I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I've never seen this lady before ever, ever. She's pretty. Anything, take, ever. take my word for it. She's famous. People know. Oh, her. I know. I googled her and I still was like, oh, right, never. So it's actually if you watch the fucking thing on Netflix, they actually have five participants and they have this guy John, this um, um, it's creep, energy healing creepo. He does this same shit to five different subjects. Uh, there's like one other person, two other girls in the in the experiment that actually start convulsing, right? You know, well, like, like they're having it. Hold, let me I, listen, let me, he can let put me, me on that table. Let me explain. I, I convulse too for ten grand. Well, let me explain. I'll, you, um, so the, the other two um, subjects who have convulsing things, one girl is is like the chief editor of the Goop, so she's gonna. Clearly, she's going to have, like, convulsions because she doesn't want to, you know, have this be bullshit. Because this, this is a fucking, this is a, literally a TV show designed to, you know, promote the company. So if they have some sort of expert come in and nothing happens to her as they claim that this, is, this guy is giving energy healing um, magic. She convulses. Then they have a, a black guy come in. There's a black guy there. He's one of the dudes. They don't show him at all because clearly John... Did not make his body convulse at all through energy healing. The black guy's like, no, man, this shit ain't working. <laughs> like, they didn't show him at all. Like, he came in, and he was like, yeah, I'm a skeptic. I don't believe that this shit. I'm kind of, like, scientific. That's how my brain thinks. I don't believe this guy can do shit. And so he gets on the table, and you see him get on the table, but they never go back to him because clearly he didn't have the energy shot through him through John the, the crazy fucking what energy. Better, what better way to make you believe is to have the guy that fucking does not think at all that the shit would happen. Right. They that's who the fuck you... That's how you convince me. That's how you convince me, saying, too. I, I want to I see their bank accounts because drop 10 grand of mine. I'll fucking... Yeah. I'll howl to the fucking moon. So when they did this, you know, this segment in the show, they showed Julian Huff. Like, literally, Julian is just... Julia Huff is just flying off the table... Having orgasms and literally when John goes to work on another subject, Julia is still fucking convulsing. You know, it's, it's, oh God, I'm just watching this going, this is mind numbing. How, how can you freaking even, this, it's not real. How do you, how do you fucking, how do you, how do you present this as a thing, Gwyneth Paltrow, for your company? How do you, this is some shit that should be on a midday show hosted by fucking Maury Povich or, Jerry Springer or fucking the, uh, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, somebody, some, you know, this is not, you can't, this is stupid. Anyway, there you go. That's all I have for that. No, tell us how you really feel. 
I think it's it's it's. I just think it's insane that I was. What's the name of this network? It's called the Goop. It's a uh, it's a company ran by. Uh, hey Google, what is the Goop? Fucking bullshit! Goop is a wellness and lifestyle company founded by actress Gwyneth Paltrow. It was it's a wellness and lifestyle company. 2008, beginning as a weekly email newsletter providing new age advice, such as police your thoughts and eliminate white foods, and the slogan, nourish the inner Google aspect. off. Thank you. Fucking Christ. I don't need any more, any more about that. So that's what that the is. Goop, the goop? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Watch it. If you're, uh... No. I'll choose not to. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a woman thing. I, I ended up on it because, uh, fucking... Because you're a woman. I'm not a woman. I just, you know, Julian Huff is just... You think a, like one. Is is a a psychotic, um, narcissist, fucking me 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 I I I look at me broad. Is and she I'm related like, to Donald Trump? No, she no, she's I don't know. She, oh, they sound the same. Her brother, I believe, is a professional dancer. She's a professional dancer. And her brother's a professional dancer. Like, what do you mean professional dancer? Because I know two different professional dancers. Yeah, strip. She's not a girl. Stripper. You throw the dollars to. Yeah, because that's professional. You're dancing. You're getting paid for. That's professional. Or like. Backup dancer like J Lo used to be, or uh, no? She's you know she's one of them dancers. Like she's like uh, you know she's. No, a, I don't know what, she, what she, she's like. What's a professional dancer? I'm trying choreographer to ask. dancer. Right, right, but what? But dancing for what? There's no dancing league. She, dan- she doesn't take off her clothes. She's not a stripper. She's a dancer for. No, like what I was saying. There's no dancing league. Like, is there a dancing federation? I don't know. Like the that. National Dancing Association, or what do you think? Dancing with the Stars is a league. I don't know. Is that she was on that? No, it's a TV show. It's a TV it's a show that fucking failed celebrities go on to try to well, revamp she was their on career. That. She was also in the movie Footloose, like the remake. She's been in some. Oh, she's great. A, I don't know. I'm just saying she's crazy. No, I'm just trying. No, no, no I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm really trying to figure out now what's. What makes you a professional dancer? Like, is it like a backup dancer for well, uh, a bigger celebrity? If you dance and somebody pays you to dance, I mean, she's not a stripper. No, I know, I know. I'm, stripper aside, what is pro, a professional dancer? Well, you there, there are. What do you do? Like a ballet dancer is a professional dancer. Like, so does she ballet dance? I would imagine she's done some ballet dancing. I don't know. I, okay, I'm just trying to put. I'm trying to figure. I was. I'm honestly trying to figure out what what you do. I'll look it up. She trained. I, I, I don't know. I think I, I think we've given Julian off too much thought. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm okay. Google cancel. Fuck you. <laughs> like, cause I'm not a fucking. You think I give a fuck about Julian off? Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, I got out of a, uh, my car at midnight uh, at a mini mart here locally. And Marco raped you in, in in Arizona. Literally got out, of, and there was a gentleman standing by himself, no earbuds in, no cell phone out, standing by a garbage can. Looking at the garbage can, it looked like he was talking to the garbage can. And as I was walking into the mini mart, he said this to himself: uh, "I'm going to invent a spray-on condom. That would be the shit." <laughs> to himself, I think that guy's a genius. To be honest with you, and he was I like, "Absolutely, do spray-on condom." That is, I've, that is an idea I've never thought of, and that guy. Who, by the way, was tripping balls because when I left the Mini Mart facility, they had right to my car. He started doing like the Eminem Eight Mile, dancing in front of the mirror. Only got one shot, one opportunity type deal. He was doing that. 
to nothing. He was doing that to the air. There was no music playing. There was no one around. <laughs> there was he was not he was not he was not even motioning that towards anything. It was just the air. He was doing the doom doom, you know, like that. Yeah, it was crazy. But the spray on condom idea. As I was walking in, that is an that's a, imagine being able to go to a Walmart and instead of buying a you know a condom off the rack that you got to slip on your hammer. It's just an aerosol can that you spray on your dick and prevents you from uh, having babies. What do you think, TJ? Your thoughts? Um, well, first of all, I'm trying to think. <laughs> By the way, Google of what race car Johnny checking in. Flex Seal could be a spray on condom. That is actually shit. Yeah, try to get that condom off. That's the problem. To get you them. ever see them commercials? Yeah. The motherfuckers made a boat. Yeah, apparently you can you'd float a boat. They made a them. boat on the flex seal. Yeah. Fuck them. Ain't touching my dick. Uh, <laughs> 716-325-0299. <laughs> if you have any ideas about a uh, spray-on condom, go ahead. Um, No, I'm trying to look up now. Uh, uh, Quick. Bloomberg shit. TikTok. What's it called now? TikTok. Quick. No, it's called something else now. Uh, quick. Quick, is it? I don't, yeah, it's they not, changed the name because TikTok got too big. Like the TikTok uh, um, app, stream app got too big. So yeah, they I changed the I, name. I don't know. I actually don't know that. I don't anyway, know. we did. We So me and you, when we first started doing the show together, we did a segment about uh, male birth control. Mm, yes. And that they were starting it through, you know, I heard it on that quick joy at the time of TikTok. But yeah, like I'm, I'm waiting to see what them results come back for. Like, you know what I mean? What, Cause they, they had like, I, what was it? Like 500 subjects they were testing at the time. You know what I mean? And we'll know sometime in 2020, all the fucking analytics about it. I'm going to look that for next show. I'm going to have, I'll, I'll look that up and what, see what, yeah, see no, what progress I, they made. I'm trying to think of the fucking thing. You were I got it about. some, I got it somewhere in my notes from fucking back in the day. This is a year ago or so. Yeah. I don't remember it's that. in 2020 that they'd have a bunch of analytics to put out there. We got to figure that one out because yeah. But a spray on condom is a fucking great idea. And be honest with you, the, literally that idea came from a dude talking to a trash can who was probably on meth. Spray on condom, fucking spray, just just like a fucking liquid substance. You spray like like Flex Seal, like Race Car Johnny said. Um, yeah, all the great ideas come out of people that have done drugs. You know, you think I just of, want to say you, this real quick. You think of musicians, like all the all the great musicians. You know, developed their great music when they were young and then when they were doing drugs. Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, man, Albert Einstein at the time was considered a fucking cuckoo motherfucker. Right. He was considered crazy. Right. And was Albert, was Albert, you know, partaking in a little fucking. They all were. You know? Who wasn't? Who wasn't, Kieran? Hey. Who wasn't? If you watch the movie, uh, what the hell is that movie? Days and Confused. According to the guy that's cl- climbing the uh, the light tower, uh, fucking George Washington had fields and fields of dope, and his wife yeah, well, was I mean, him a nice fat ball when she came home. Everybody's everybody was doing first drugs. president of the United States drugs. Yeah, listen, fucking Hitler was on heroin. It's yeah. a well known fact. It's documented. In the motherfucker because he had the shit. He had Parkinson's, and he didn't want to show so so his show his soldiers that he was weak. So he would fucking take heroin. Wouldn't he would the, do heroin to stop shaking? Wouldn't the Nazis give? Oh. Their, wouldn't the Nazis give their soldiers meth? They would be fighting on meth. That's what. I well, heard. that's what. Well, yeah, but think about this. 
since it says you want to bring that up, that's why, like, these fucking Somalian pirates and shit are so fucking wild is because they're on that cot. Remember I was telling you about cot that one day? Cock. C- no, not cock. <laughs> cot. 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 What's cot? Cot is the shit that you chew and it makes you fucking animalistic crazy. Oh, like you know, Leroy had a conversation like, about this. Like bath salts almost? Or no, me, you, and Chris Italia had a conversation. No, cot. It's like, so... What it's like cop? it's basically like fucking cocaine or something. I mean, it keeps uh, you up for days. It's like a meth. It's an upper. Yeah, they like fucking chew on this cot. They fucking. How else do you get fucking four or five Somalians in a fucking blow up raft <laughs> to take good. over a goddamn ship? Like, <laughs> what the fuck do you think happens? It's not a great. It's not a great idea. Like you're rolling up to the fucking you know the oil tanker. You're going. Uh, we, we gonna we gonna overtake this. <laughs> hey, this what the fuck is say? I am your captain now. Look at me. I am your captain. Well, forget. Right, you gotta be you on drugs. Say shit like that <laughs> unless you you're out of a, a fucking cot. You're fucking four Somalians in a in a raft that you haven't eaten in like two days, and you're gonna take over that fucking little tanker. You're in a, you're in a raft, two AK, four guys, two AKs, yeah. one full clip. They gotta share a goddamn clip. Here, you shoot now. They gotta take out the. Here, you shoot now. You know what I mean? You gotta be a crazy fucking confused on drugs to fucking even take these motherfuckers take over ships, right. bro. You're not, ships. not thinking right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I watched that movie with Tom Hanks. I, yes, the Tom Hanks, the boat movie. Or the one? Oh man, you know what's a really good one is the one with. Um, I am your captain now. That you have to be on drugs to think. It. What's the, what's the, what's the guy from Titanic? God, I'm having a brain fart. Oh, right now. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio's got a movie on Netflix. With the same guy that plays the "I am your captain now," oh, right? Yeah, it's in Somalia. It's where 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 uh, where fucking what's eating Gilbert Grape, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh. where he's playing a fucking media person, and he goes, he has to trade cot to get answers from people. Oh my god, it's a fucking! I know that. I forget the name of that movie. Oh, it's oh. a great. It's called The Pirates. The Pirates of Somalia. Is that what it's called? That's what the fuck it's called. Huh, I'm almost positive. Fucking a, fucking a, man. God, is that not a fucking great? Like these motherfuckers are nuts, so bro. I don't give a fuck yeah. how crazy the guy Joe Blow from the they bar all, is. All those, all those Somali pirates are like a, a bucko four soaking wet. Like I ain't fucking with them. Yeah, I know they're crazy. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm two twenty and I got them things. Anybody that anybody, you know I mean? and that, I'm not fucking with them. Anybody that can roll up on a raft in the middle of the ocean and and literally with four other guys that are starving and combined weight are four hundred pounds of four guys and they take over a fucking oil tanker. Those motherfuckers are driven. And driven. Those are the only motherfuckers that will never meet the weight capacity on any elevator in the world ever. Yeah, they are fucking driven people. <laughs> Listen, I'm, t- God bless I'm, them. I'm telling you, God bless seriously, them. God bless them. Think about this. Think about this. If you don't eat for a whole fucking day, you yeah. don't want to lift you your finger to fucking no, turn on your computer yeah. and watch porn. No. You don't even jack off when you don't eat. But these, these guys, guys don't eat for three days, chew on cot, yeah. and fucking take over a ship. They're taking over a ship. I know, Captain. No, shit. Fucking a. And we, man, we, man, we, we are, are some fucking crybaby ass we bitches here in America, boy. We're spoiled in America. We are. Man, God bless the USA. Uh, I literally. All right, want, let's end it on that note, man. I, I just want to point out we got a good, good laugh in. I want to point out the fact that just one, one second. I want to point yeah, out yeah. the fact that I watched a movie called The Gift the other day. Because in my mind, I had a distant memory that I saw a um, 
Katie Holmes' titty at the end. And I wasn't sure if it was in this movie or not. <laughs> you you could just go to his fucking skin. What was that skin? I didn't Whatever want to. Like- I, I didn't want to because I was lazy and I didn't want to get out of bed. But I was correct. And in the movie, The Gift, you see Katie Holmes' titty at the end. But you literally have to wait an hour and 45 minutes. I have a whole thing about this. I won't get into it now. Maybe I'll do it on the next episode. But um, I'm not doing that. this is a movie. <laughs> I have so much about this movie. I watched it. It's a terrible movie, but it stars tremendous actors. Like Keanu Reeves is in it. Katie Holmes is in it. Uh, Gina Ravisi is in it. Kate uh, Blanchett's in it. Oscar winner. Um, Hillary Swank's in it. But it is a brutal movie. It is a terrible movie. In movies from the 90s, because this movie's pretty much made in the 90s. It came out in the year 2000. Uh, they're, te- they're so terrible. Most movies from the 90s do not hold up in this day and age. And I just wanted to point that out. But Katie Holmes' titties are in this movie. So if you want to watch it, uh, she gets murdered in the scene. Hey, where you see hey, or or let, me t- let me tell the listeners. Let me let the listeners in on a little secret, Karen. She gets I got murdered? a secret. What? Go ahead. No, 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 I got a little secret. Or instead of wasting an hour and 45 minutes of your life, go, hey, Google, show me the image of Katie Holmes' tit at the end of Gift. Yeah, you can do that. I heard, show me the that. image of Katie Holmes' tit. <laughs> Sorry, I can't show you pictures. I don't Wait, your Google can hear me. Yeah, the Google can hear me. She's our third micer. <laughs> you say shit, Jill. We've been doing a show the whole time with another lady that I didn't, a British lady I didn't even know. I didn't even know we were doing a three person podcast tonight. That's fucking yeah. Awesome. So in the movie The Gift, you do see Katie Holmes' titty <laughs> at the end, and it's really nice. She's got a great set of tits. Katie Holmes in her prime, uh, she had great tits. Um, but there's so much to that movie. Like, I'll get into it another time because it's it's just ridiculous. Some of the scripts that came out for movies in the '90s are just ridiculous, and they don't play in this day and age. For the simple fact that of of like the woke environment, could that movie can could ne- would never be made today. That script would never be greenlighted today because of the woke environment that we live in. That's all I wanted to say. But I'll explain to it on a future episode. There's a teaser because we're we're running out of time. Well, yeah, and, and then one more thing before we get oh, turn that shit the fuck down. Go ahead, go ahead. This is one thing I gotta tell you, and I gotta tell you now, Kieran. I fucking love you. You're my boy. But if you don't get that goddamn intro, whatever the fuck music's playing in that goddamn intro for our show, our Saturday night does not start off like that. And this will be the last time. Well, I need uh, stuff I don't get. Every- I, I need stuff I don't get flagged for. And I don't get flagged for that one. Because that, that song we, is... We didn't, we didn't get flagged for the last one. We did get flagged. Uh, that was my beat. Yeah, How did we, we get flagged? Need, I didn't flag we, you. We need to... We need to uh, yeah, we need to change it. We need to change it because it's a, it's Friday night. We haven't done that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll send you. I'll send you the fucking. I'll I'll record it here. I'll send. I'll email it to you. Anyway, the gift with Jason Bateman is great. I don't know that one. Oh yes, there's a lot of movies called The Gift. There is a movie called The Gift with Jason Bateman coming from Cool Teacher. Yes. Thank you everybody for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show. Uh, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Have fun. And always you. remember, people. Have fun with your. Have fun with your- Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. And. Hey, everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. Run for your lives. Do that one, too. All right, everybody, we'll see you later. Follow us on all the social medias at Lunatic Radio. Follow TJ the Mayor at TJ the Mayor. If they want to find it, they'll find it. All right. 
You'll find it, people. We'll see you next later. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We're not predicting anything because this is a podcast and no one gives a shit. So enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll catch you next week. Later, everybody. Bye. 